Hey everyone, welcome to the Others Podcast. I am your host, Stephen Penny. We are back with another episode and another special guest this week. If you listen to the podcast and you follow us online, you probably know this guy. You probably know, at least know of his Instagram handle. And I need to try and make sure I say this right, because it's read differently than it's spelt, which always confuses <laughs> me. Doughboy meets world. That is correct. That is correct, man. Thank How you. How you doing, man? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good, man. I'm, I'm excited to finally get on the podcast. I know we've been talking about this for a while, even talk, talking about the fruition of the podcast. So I'm just, I'm just excited. Um, me being someone who kind of, you know, fell off the you know, the whole wave and then coming back and just seeing how strong the culture is and everybody's still, you know, everybody's still in it together. You know, like it's if you see, like you say, you know, you might know my Instagram name. So it's like, you know, if you see one of us, you know, you're probably going to see, you know, like all all the 2000 of us out there, you know, so that's uh i'm definitely happy to to be on the podcast man and and one of my favorite things about the podcast is that you know every every i'm sure a lot of the others don't have you know tons of friends that they can just talk to or recollect these memories with um so whenever i listen to the podcast as i told you before it feels like i'm talking to someone like Last time I listened, I cut it, it. It turned off, and I was just like, I, I felt like somebody stopped talking to me. I was like, well, why'd you stop talking? Like, you know, because it's like these are like the things I think about. You know, like this is the music I listen to. You know, this is what I was inspired by. So, this is one of like the best mediums for people, um, you know, who who are into what we're into. You know, or who kind of grew up with some of the same inspirations that we had uh, that we grew up with. So. Yeah, most definitely. And you're you're an OG Others fan as well, because we actually met in the early days in New York, didn't we? Yeah, Where man, you I, are, I got your autograph. Based. I got your autograph at BBC, <laughs> man. <laughs> I, got, I got your autograph at BBC, man. For the, those followers that uh, that do you know follow us on Instagram, you can scroll back through the pictures, and I think there's there's one of us there uh, with Dave, and I think Sean as well is in the picture. Um, yeah, uh, those of inside, us who, inside, who thugged it out <laughs> in the cold. <laughs> yeah, it, and it was, yeah. It was a shitty, shitty day out there. So, yeah, much respect for actually coming out and uh, saying hello. All right, so let's make a start on this. So this week we are talking about number one, which I think was the third single off of um In My Mind, or fourth single maybe? Third or fourth. Something like that. Yeah, that's when Pharrell started ha- having to put those tricks out the bag. <laughs> like, yeah, very he's like, much okay, so. Okay, I, I can't play this one low key. He's like, let's turn up. But then even this track oh, didn't do massive things. So it was released on the twenty first of August, two thousand and six. Uh, it got a limited release. It didn't come out in a lot of countries. It didn't get a wide release. Um, in the UK, it got to the heady heights of. 31 which isn't great uh number 10 in the uk r&b chart in the us it did even worse it got to 57 on the us billboard hot 100 Boom. <laughs> yeah and then it got a bit higher in the i think it's the r&b and rap category or chart or whatever it is but not much higher and then for some reason it got to number eight in belgium hey so shout, shout out the belgium fans okay 
they were uh, they they were supporting obviously Belgium Real is a small country. Have, like, a not a girlfriend from Belgium or something at the time. <laughs> yeah, it, but it was around that time, like early two thousand, early to mid two thousands. He used to do a lot of stuff when he was in Europe. He'd always do like Holland and Belgium, those kinds of countries. You know, France. He was pre- you know pretty popular in Germany, obviously. But um, I think he's always done reasonably well um, in the likes of Belgium and Holland and things. That's that's something I've always wanted to ask you. Like you know, like how was Pharrell marketed? You know, when when you you know during this era or during this time for you, like how. Because for us, you know, uh, living in the States, it's like we could either go back to his rump shaker days or we could either go back to, you know, working with Jay-Z. Like, it, there's so many eras that we, we got to experience firsthand. So, like, how was, you know, when when this record came out, how was it promoted, you know, overseas? Like, <laughs> Yeah, when you're looking at, like, around 2006 and, and, and this album, he was... He was obviously already a star, but he wasn't, I want to say in Europe, not like a mainstream, really well-known star. Yeah, he had the stuff with NERD and had that kind of cult following. And they'd obviously come over and sell out shows and in headline festivals and stuff like that. But when they were doing the marketing, it was very much, um, he was being marketed as almost like a brand new artist okay. out here. So it it was very weird to see because you would get all these people that are like, like who's this Pharrell guy? Like what's this song? <laughs> you know, and obviously there are a lot of us that have been fans for years and years and years and know all of the back catalogue stuff and know where he's come from in the productions and all that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, this this turned I think a lot of people onto him. But yeah, he was very much marketed as a new artist. And I don't think he was as heavily marketed over here in Europe as he was in the US. I know like in the US around this time, he was appearing on pretty much every chat show, every late night show, uh, doing all the performances of the singles, doing lots of live shows, um, lots of outdoor stuff. Uh, Over here, from what I can remember, like not so much. I think he did did come over to Europe and do some promo stuff Mm -hmm. for the album, but it wasn't as intense as it was in the US where I think he already had a a slightly bigger and more kind of a slightly bigger following and was a bit more kind of well-known just in general terms because of his appearances on so many other songs. Yeah, I've always wondered that because, you know, like Pharrell's always, um, you know, he, he he's one of those artists that aren't afraid to, you know, do the do the same thing that he does in the States in other places, you know, like hence the BBC Japan, BBC Europe. So I was just wondering for him to do those same things that he's able to pull off in the States, you know, how 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 are they marketing him to the point where, as you said, you know, um, they they may not have experience, you know, as much, you know, uh, a, a Pharrell or that era as a lot of us have. So I was just always wondering that, like, you know, like how are they, how do they sell for real to the rest of the world? You know, <laughs> you know like, yeah, it's a bit, <laughs> I always find when I read like interviews with him over here or stories about him, it's always, he's always kind of referred to as not like Pharrell Williams, the star in himself, but it's always Pharrell Williams. You know, you know him from songs with Jay-Z, Britney yeah, Spears yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. 
Um, Even for the States, it was like that for a very long time, very long time that, you know, Pharrell was the background background guy. Even when Frontin' came out, I mean, like, that wasn't the 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 biggest record <laughs> you know it's like it was still kind of like you know jay had jay had a nice verse on there like you know like that's 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 as far as people would go but they weren't just you know throwing that on chilling with their girl like you know for the most part yeah um in terms of this video i don't have an awful lot of notes here and an awful lot to say about it in itself um We'll get through the, the boring stuff. So the video was directed by Hype Williams. Uh, we've got, some, of course, Hype Williams, <laughs> who was doing everybody's videos at that time, including multiple Pharrell ones. We've got a few um, fairly famous cameos in here as well uh, in terms of the models that are involved. Uh, Miranda Kerr, Rosie Huntington, Whiteley, Whitley, however you pronounce it. I should know that, her being English. Uh, <laughs> Salita Ebanks. Um, and also I was reading earlier, I didn't realize this, or maybe I'm, well, I know I'm getting old and my memory is going. Um, but I was reading some notes about the video and supposedly there's a black and white version of this video. And I was trying to recall if I've seen that black and white version and I was trying to Google around and yeah, find it. it, but I don't, I don't recall a black and white I version know I of this it. video. And, and one of, one of the things that or my, my personal opinion about the video, I that's one of my least favorite Pharrell videos. It's so dark. Um, yeah. You know, like, I'm, I'm used to the color and the, you know, just being so expressive. This is more like, you know, dark, Gucci. Like, you know, like, it was it was kind of far off, you know, from a lot of the, um, a lot of the things Pharrell was doing at the time, so. Yeah, a note that I had, it's, um, it's like, it, it it's similar to the the angel video that got released. It's a bit more, yeah. I guess, upmarket looking, grown up. But yeah, a lot exactly. of it, especially with these models it, as well, it, a lot of it does look like a high end perfume or cologne advert. Ah, don't don't say that, man. I'm, you know, I'm never going to be able to shake that out of my head when I'm watching that. <laughs> I'm, I'm never going to be able to get that out of my head. <laughs> yeah it's like there's minimal kind of bbc ice cream in it i think that we got we get one yellow cone man polo one i think money rolls bucket hat and apart from that it's all wow gucci and louis vuitton shirts and jumpers and sweaters and trench coats and you know louis v uh lv like millionaire glasses and the duffel bag <laughs> well yeah which we all love but yeah it's it it's similar to angel but very different to a lot of the other videos um that he'd put out and, and would put out and like you say it's quite dark there's a lot of night shots in it a lot of outdoor shots um just the, the ed- night- way they edit it is like it just looks like a looks like an oil painting or something like you know yeah there's, there's a lot of like dark. browns like- and yeah, browns and burgundies. Yeah, and yeah. A lot of kind of very dark colors involved. Yeah, which I guess is the, you know the the kind of aesthetic they were going for. I guess they were trying to make a a more kind of grown up video. Um, in terms of you know, that, I, I guess that kind of fits the the song in itself as well. It's it's a bit more of a, a classic kind of R and B track with Pharrell doing the R and B stuff and and Kanye 
you know, wrapping on there. And it's one note I made earlier. It's again, like similar to the kind of angel stuff in some of the other videos. You know, Pharrell has all these different like monikers that he uses, you know, like skateboard P being one. Watching this video just made me think of like Playboy P. This is like a like a high end Playboy kind of, you know, this is him being like a P. Hefner. a grown up. P. Hefner. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think he just called himself Leonardo P. To what is it? Like I think I think I think he's called himself a lot of a lot of different uh, a lot of different things besides Pharrell. Um. But yeah, the number one when that came out, that was for me um, as a Pharrell fan. That was one of the few moments that I got to tell like everybody shut the fuck up about like my bright shoes, because I was like, you know, you you couldn't go anywhere and not really hear the song. You know, like it was in rotation. You know, during that time, it's obviously it's Kanye West. Like you know, at, at that time, like of course that that's gonna be in rotation. Um, so it was just a great time where I could finally tell people like, ah, I saw you dancing to Pharrell, <laughs> you know, like, you know, like I saw you bobbing your head to that Pharrell. It was like, you know, but before then I would always have to plead my case and be like, and they were like, yo, this beats are weird. And it's like, you know, I'm like, nah, I finally got you. So I don't want to hear anything about, you know, like, you know, how I dress or what I'm listening to. Like, you know, so it's, I'll- yeah, it's certainly a more, um, casual or mainstream kind yeah. of song i think and I, I mean that in a good way i don't mean that like disparagingly yeah definitely um but yeah it's certainly one that pretty much anyone could listen to and go oh this is quite a cool like poppy r&b kind of track and you know kind of get into it and like you say dance to it or or, or whatever yeah that was one of the, the that was one of the few moments that i feel like uh pharrell was able to find the middle ground you know, to make it to where, you know, we were still pleased as fans and, you know, as people who enjoy the Neptune, Neptune, Neptune sound, but it was still digestible for the, for the general public. Um, yeah. But and it, it's, it's a weird one how it fits into the album as well. So we've talked about on previous episodes, that album in itself being a bit, a bit of a mishmash and, um, you know, very braggy and, you know, very, of its time, <laughs> that as well. But yeah, kind of very of its time in terms of the hip hop and you know the, yeah. the kind of lyrical content and stuff. But this one seems um, more of a sensible track. It's not. It's as a bit more braggy. vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, it's not as in your face as a, a lot of the other ones that are on there, which which I like about it. But now that I think about it, um, you know, when you were saying like the layout of the album, I feel like. A lot of the songs tore the end, not just because they were like, you know, the, the was the R&B side, but I feel like that they, it did get more vulnerable toward the end of the album. If you think about songs like Our Father and things like that, yeah. like, you know, the album starts off, you know, sorry, I don't know, I can't do the snares, but, you know, you know how it starts off and then it just, it ends, you know, like. If you have the regular version, I think it ends with like Our Father or something like that. The other version, I think, yeah. ends with Show You How to Hustle or something like that. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it, it seems like the album starts off at, you know, P being, you know, this, you know, 
as you said, like very braggadocious type of guy. And then by the end of the album, he's like saying, thank, you know, thank God and thank Jesus for everything. Or he's, you know, on Angel where he's, you know, saying or he, again, he's referencing, you know, God and being in a relationship. And then you have number one. So it's just like toward the end, he got softer on the album. Like, I think it it might have started at the um I really like you, girl. <laughs> it might have started there. <laughs> yeah. Because the one with, uh, what's the song with, um, with Pusha T? Uh, dim the Lights. Is it Dim yeah, the Lights? Yeah, I think, I think it is Dim the Lights. So for like Dim the Lights, I feel like that was like right before it, it got vulnerable, you know, because even like the way Push was talking on there where it was like, you know, it was still a soft record, but it was still like, you know, but yeah, that's, 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 that's crazy that, you know, just, at, at, just observing the layout of that album and how, how playing it through, you know, you go through, you can see those different, different emotions. It's very hard to, you know, find that in a lot of music currently, <laughs> like, you know, to be able to listen to it and see like the growth and, you know, and, and have a whole spectrum, you know front the back yeah it's actually the one with push your tea is stay with me stay with me and then yeah dim, take it off dim the lights is the one before that um oh I'm my awful god with track that, names. yeah i'm yeah i'm I, the thing is like i have so much programmed in in my head that i'm very awful with like remembering exact things like i love reading books so it's like i'll tell someone like a line in a book and and it'll be from the another book, like you know. But it's just like, man, the point is that I read it, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I know the one line that meant something. Exactly. Well, what's the book? I don't know. I don't know the book. But, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm trying. That's what matters the most. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but um, what else have we got on this uh, track itself? Uh, quite a nice sample on this track. Um, Malcolm McLaren's World's Famous which um, is then obviously used in the hook in itself or the intro and I think maybe part of the hook and the outro um, if you don't know the track go and have a listen to it it's a very good track obviously Malcolm McLaren um, is a bit of a legend so this is why I am a fan of you guys because I had no clue that that was a sample you know like- yeah me being a Pharrell diehard fan, I've never wanted to believe Pharrell has sampled in his life. <laughs> you know, like... Well, that's the thing. It's, like, it's weird. It's, it's a Neptune's produced track, but the sample itself is a very, like, Kanye West kind of sample. So I don't know if perhaps that came from Kanye because of his involvement in the okay, track. But, like, okay. when I know the original... Yeah. Knowing the original track that was sampled, you know, the drums that are sampled... And then there's a slight interpolation of wow. of the lyrics as well. It comes across as a very Kanye thing. Yeah, you know, if you heard the original and you heard just the beat, you would, I think, at least to me, I could easily think, oh yeah, that's a Kanye produced beat because okay. I can see how that sample has come from there, how it's been changed into that, and then how the lyrics have been used. And it's not necessarily like a Neptune's kind of thing, although they do sample reasonably regularly um but it's not too over the top 
Um, but you can certainly notice this sample if you go back and listen to the original. Like I say, yeah, it's a very, a very Kanye thing. So I don't know if maybe he had some input or influence into the the beat of this. Yeah, obviously around that time they were working a lot closer. Um, you know, during during that that time period, so I, I could see that definitely being the case. You know, just all the events they were attending back then together. You know, and the whole Murakami vaping that type of connection. So. I can see I can see Kanye having influence on that one, and Kanye doesn't seem like a guy who takes the back seat anyway. So that's sure. exactly <laughs> what I was about to say. He he seems like a very much sort of person. If he's in the studio laying down a verse, and he has something to say about the beat, yeah, and he yeah. wants it tweaked or changed or anything like that, he will he will be vocal about that and will have his uh his input into it. So I have to ask, where does does number one rank as one of your favorites? Um. Um, I don't know if it's one of my favourites. I'd say... <sighs> it's top half. It's one of those tracks I won't necessarily go and seek it out. But if it comes on randomly, it's it's a pleasant surprise. And I'll sing along to it and, and all of that. Um, I do like it. Yeah, the video itself, not so much. Um, That's a pass. I, 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 w- I wouldn't be bothered if I never really saw the video ever again likewise um, likewise yeah but the but the, the song itself i, I do i do like it it yeah. is a good song um it's certainly yeah top half top third of uh of tracks yeah i think for me i kind of feel the same where it's like i don't think i've ever really played in my mind and went straight to like number one like i don't i don't think i've ever done that uh, besides, like you know, when the album first came out, um, but but yeah, it, it, I would still say it's one of my favorite Pharrell songs. Uh, but I just have so many that it's like I could just jumble up, you know, tons of Pharrell songs. You know, whether they're you know the ones from the ones that are singles to the ones that are you know deep cuts. It's like you know, I just I just love so much of it. But I I, I do I did want to ask you know. Um, what 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 is it about um you know what what is it about the sound of that album that made you gravitate more toward you know being a fan of Pharrell was it you know was it just refreshing to hear something you know like that wasn't you know being you know mass produced as much or were you just like you know I'm already a Pharrell fan so I'm just going to listen to this shit cuz you know it's yeah, it's a bit of a mixture. I was obviously already a Pharrell fan. I think by like two thousand and six, I'd probably seen him live with NERD, you know, five or six times or something. Maybe. Okay, you know, they'd, they'd come over pretty much. They come over to London pretty much every year. <laughs> I thought you were saying um, they come over for dinner pretty much every other week. I'm like, <laughs> like okay, you. <laughs> I can't get them off the phone. They're always on the phone, always coming around. <laughs> But yeah, I'd already seen them quite a few times. I already, you know, was, was very familiar with um, the Neptune stuff, the stuff Pharrell was doing on the side, um, the NERD stuff, all of that. So, yeah, I was always going to listen to it anyway. In terms of, like, the the album itself, it's still, it's still an album that I listen to, um, but certainly not, end to end you know back then it was 
I think he could do no wrong almost. And I'm sure I'd probably listen to that album yeah, back to back to back to back. to back. the studio and just farted on the mic. It was like, yo, this is the best fart ever. Yeah, yeah. I'd have been like, oh, this is a really nice stripped, stripped back beat. You know, this is great. We don't need to overproduce this. But um, but yeah, it, it was... It was fucking it. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> But, um, that one was a slow cooker, man. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> yeah, it it was an interesting album. Like I, I, when I saw him doing the press for it, and um, you know, I like I like the concept of it being kind of half hip hop, half kind of R and B. You know, he's always kind of jumped between those those two genres. Whether he's you know doing verses or he's like singing a hook or whatever it may be when he's appearing on other people's stuff so it was always an interesting concept and there are good tracks on there um but i think further down the line and you know with hindsight and stuff like that it's 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 a good album and like i say i still listen to it but it's not i don't view it as good or as important as i did back then you know 10 11 years ago I mean, I think whenever I do revisit that album, and I, I feel like for a lot of us being older, it probably holds holds true. Um, but I usually just play Best Friend. Uh, usually like the really, you know, when I'm going back and I'm, I'm trying to listen to something, you know, I need that motivation. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll play, I'll play like, um, what's the other, what's the other song? Oh, You Can Do It Too. You know, so it's like those are just those are the ones that I revisit the most. Uh, you know, just because the messages that that are in them, and you know, it, like I said, and again, that's a that's a good thing and a bad thing about the album. It's looking back, it it's got those kind of messages in it, and like you say, it slows down a little bit towards you know, in the second half. It's a bit more introspective, a bit more vulnerable. It talks about things that you know important to him, which. which is really good and really refreshing and good to see but it also makes it a slightly um confused album when you have other tracks where he's talking about the complete opposite and talking about you know the cars that he now buys you know the the enzos and the rolls royces and the diamonds and uh the women and all that kind of stuff it makes it a bit of a mishmash of an album kids (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> all the stuff you need to spend your money on when you make it yes no i think i think at the same time he did do a good job at blending it because even on tracks like um i think it was on you can do it too uh, is that stick my head? and she's sticking it up my jeans being sucked down by his name what now i look in her eyes and her eyes are like an orange star I look at the reflection of my double r some something something a double r so I mean, he, yeah. I think he blended it where it was still, you know, or at least most of us were able to catch it. I don't think for a lot of us um, who uh, consider ourselves to be consider ourselves to be others, I don't think that we view Pharrell as some braggadocious guy. I think that we view it as you know he was very young at that time, and obviously we've been very young and you know wanted certain things uh, as well at certain points in our lives. Um, so I think we can kind of even relate to that a bit more now, but I think that we were still smart enough to understand that behind all this, okay, if Pharrell is mentioning this Japanese brand, okay, well, 
research, find out what this Japanese brand is. Oh, wow, it's made by a guy named Nigo. Oh, wow, these are designed by a guy named Skate Thing. So I think that's how, I think a lot for a lot of us, it was just a gateway, um, you know, like, kind of like how Jay-Z said on for 99 Problems, where it's like the song has nothing to do with, you know, 99 Problems with a bitch ain't one. Like, it's not, it's not about you know, girl problems, like, it's, it, the song is a hardcore song about him being pulled over and things like that, but he wanted to make it to where people could at least, you know, listen to it without having to think so hard, and I think that Pharrell definitely accomplished that with us, where the music sounds very enjoyable, but at the same time, you do get why he's doing certain things, you know, especially us as fans who were paying attention to his moves and his, and the different endeavors that he was that he was doing um you know i think we got the point i think we got the point and that's why a lot of times <clears throat> i get upset to hear p say that he doesn't really like the music from that era because i'm like okay it was kind of you know he said he was trying to compete with like diddy you know he wanted to be you know like that type of guy um but i think a lot of us did get the point we got the inspiration to want more it wasn't just strictly about because at that time everybody was rapping about you know getting money and women and things like that, but I still feel that Pharrell packaged it in a different way, um, you know, so that so that that's not all that we took, you know, even like the clips, you know, they're big believers in that where they feel like even though you know a lot of their music is drug talk, they like we feel like you were able to take something else away, you know, from our music that was bigger than the drug talk, that that wasn't the goal, you know, for the drug talk. And I think, I don't think the Ferraris and all the name droppings of the high-end brands was the goal for Pharrell. I think that he was just translating, you know, being that kid who was in the band and now growing up and having two diamond cuts with Louis Vuitton, you know? So I, I'm just, I'm just happy that my brain and a lot of our other brains were able to, you know, digest that and process it the correct way as, you know, instead of just writing it off as, ah, this guy is just, you know, flaunting, flaunting, and, you know, has all these big chains, it's like, you know, no, like, we were inspired by those chains, you know, and things like that, like, we may never walk around, you know, like, walk around the mall with one of those, like, you know, <clears throat> gigantic chains on, but, you know, just the fact that, we, we know how Pharrell came up, we know he was an other, we know he was an outsider, you know, to a certain extent, and um, I, I think it translated pretty well through that album, even though it was, you know, a lot of name dropping, especially on the, um, if people think the album was, you know, bad, you need to listen to the mixtape, <laughs> the prequel, <laughs> you, need to you need to listen to the prequel, okay, if you mm -hmm. think that the album was bad, like, listen to the prequel, I think every line, I think every line on there is at least, you know, talks about something over a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, so I, I I I really do appreciate that. You know, it was more like the it was it was good to take it for inspiration. And I hear so many artists say that nowadays, like from the Wale's to the Drakes. You know, they say they were able to grab that part of Pharrell. You know, where it was like, okay, this guy is doing all this. But he's not doing it the same way as everybody else. Like, it's it's different. Like, everybody's not going over to Japan or getting their clothes manufactured over there. Like, no matter how much money Diddy had, 
can't like getting your clothes made in Japan is cool. You know, you can't buy cool. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so I feel like Pharrell's always done it differently. Pharrell has always done it differently. Like, you know, when people were buying Rolls Royces, Pharrell said, fuck it. I have to buy two of them. <laughs> you know, like he said, why they hate me so much? Cause I got two, I got two fathoms, one in Virginia and one in Miami. Like, you know, so it's like Pharrell has always done it differently. You know, like that's why it's hard for people to emulate it. <laughs> you know, that's why we haven't yeah. seen, you know, or that's why that era we feel so nostalgic about it because, you know, it's so hard for someone to do what he did where it's like, like I said, you know, he was able to grab our attention, you know, by at least being current, being modern, but at the same time still feeding, you know, feeding our brains, you know. I guess the same way he said Slick Rick did for him. You know, he said he, 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 said he was he was inspired by the fact he was called a crumb. <laughs> you know, so it wasn't the fact he was called a crumb, but it was like, this guy can call me a crumb. You know, I want to be able to call people crumbs one day. You know, I, I don't have to do it, but I want to, you know. No, I agree with you, yeah. Uh, very well put, I think. Yeah, sorry if I just ramble on, man. But like I said, this that's is... that's that's exactly what we're here for. I'm 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 I just get so excited talking about this because obviously we're not living in that time now, you know. So to revisit that and to you know think about all the memories and you know even celebrate the fact that peace still going, you know, it just feels like. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm too connected to it. You know, I feel like I can't detach, detach from it. You know, like if I see someone listening to a Pharrell song, I'm like, how long you like Pharrell? You know, like, what's the first song you purchased? Show me your iTunes account. If I see like someone listening to like the little Uzi and Pharrell song, I'm like, yo, come on now. Like, you know, yeah, you know, P fan, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm, I need to detach sometime. If I see somebody with human races on, I just get, I just get heated. I'm like, where were you when the board flips were out? Where were you when we were wearing the clown shoes? <laughs> I, I feel, I feel you on that, especially being slightly older as well. And I, I kind of walk around town and it's full of, yeah, eighteen, nineteen year olds wearing, wearing hues, and I'm just. Yeah, shaking. Look at my head yeah, at I see you. Yeah, it's like you're, you're kids cringing kids right these now. Days. He's Ugh. cringing. You can't see him, but he's cringing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, I just want to walk around with flyers, like the do. Do you know Jesus flyers, and just give them to everybody who has on human races? Like, do you know skateboard P? <laughs> you know, do you know our Lord and Savior <laughs> skateboard yeah. P? <laughs> skateboard P is the God. <laughs> yeah, I get, I get so offended now, man. I'm just like I. Uh, that's one reason I'm happy I don't work retail anymore because I would see people that come in with like, you know, Pharrell's, you know, uh, tennis shoes on and, and we had like these iPads and like, I would pull up like board flips and I'm like, these are the first ones, you know, like I sound like that. I was Sit like, down and listen to me. <laughs> I become that old guy. That's just like, you know, like this is what this is. That's second season camo babe. You know, like, and I didn't notice to afterwards. It was like, I'm that guy. Like, if I'm ever in Soho just walking around and I see, like, some little kid, little 12-year-old, and, like, some vape, you know, ABC camo, I'm like, you know, like, hey, man, do you know when that first was out? I really hate that I'm that guy. I really hate that I'm that guy now. I, like, I feel you. I feel you. Don't worry. 
I'm going to start calling it. It's called BBC check-in. It's not G-check-in. It's BBC check-in. <laughs> do, do you know when the first diamonds and dollars, you know, like... And that's the thing, like, now, we're going to get on to some releases and stuff in a minute, but, um, yeah, over the last sort of year or two, speaking to people that uh, work on the Adidas side, work in retail work at the BBC side and are kind of involved in this. So many of them, you know, tell me that when these shoes drop, like especially the the Hughes, the NMDs, human race ones, like so many people just don't have a clue that one, Pharrell is kind of behind them. And two, if they do know Pharrell is behind them, they've got no idea about what came before the human race is. Oh my God. They've, they've got no idea about the, all the other Adidas stuff. And, and then before that, all of the ice creams and you know, everything else and BBC and it's, yeah. And it makes me cringe and makes me hurt inside a little bit. Yeah, man, we're getting old, man. We're getting old. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> I really hate that I've turned into that guy. If I see you with any, any Pharrell paraphernalia, any any rd anything hats you know i'm just like i don't you i don't checked. care history lesson now you know like when i see someone in a shark hoodie you know like i'm the shark i'm like, I'm like mm-hmm. hey do you know the teriyaki boys video where that was debut like <laughs> you know, it's on youtube with like three thousand views and i'm like do you know <laughs> It's, yeah, I, I've actually said that to people um, and people that like collect vape and stuff. Yeah, there's a few people here that have got the semi decent collections, and and they're like the who, who boys, the what? And it's just like oh my, oh my god. <laughs> and annoyingly, here's a here's a fun fact for people out there. Uh, Ilmari from the Teriyaki Boys. Ilmari is a is a Finnish name, and he is half Finnish. Um, I can't remember if it's, if it's his mum or wow. dad that's finished. It's, it's one or the other. Um, and weirdly enough, I, I have a friend here who one day came to my house for like the first time and was like, oh, you're into like Pharrell. Oh, you've got this like Pharrell picture with like BBC Japan stuff on it. And he's like, oh, I know a guy that's in, um, I grew up with this guy that's in, in this group that I think did something with Pharrell. Yeah, like ter- Teriyaki Boys or something. I'm and, sure yeah, your mouth I, just dropped all the way to the yeah. first floor of your building. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, I went, went, you know, grew up with him, went to school with him for a while, and he had a Finnish parent, and you know, our parents were, or grandparents or something, were, were friends of each other and lived near each other. And it's, yeah, it's a small world, and he had, like, no idea, you know, what this guy was doing in this band, and... You know, it's association with Bape and with and Nigo. That's when you and, gave him the history BBC. lesson. <laughs> yeah, I had I had to break a few things down. Yeah. And he was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let let me take you on a tour of my apartment and explain all of these pictures and all of these magazines and all of these albums. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, man. And, and now seems, he's no longer my friend. It's yeah. <laughs> justifiably. <laughs> I, I, I feel like um, I feel like uh, Finland just keeps getting all these W's, and you just you just keep throwing it in our faces in the podcast. You're like, hey, yeah, when Pharrell said that about the Sunseekers, it was here. 
It was. Yeah. <laughs> <he's> like, <laughs> We're behind that. Don't you ever forget. <laughs> don't, yeah. Don't worry. Fin- Finland's got nothing. That was actually the UK. Finland has, yeah, literally Ill- a, a vague link to one guy from the Teriyaki Boys, and I think that's pretty much Steve it. Steve is actually the guy from the Teriyaki Boys. He looks a bit different now. You know, but if he put his hat on and cocked his sideways, <laughs> you know. If only I was. <laughs> He's the one with the Finnish parent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, we may as well talk about... Oh, actually, no. Before we talk about some new releases, I had one more note about um, this song. And I think we've talked about this on previous episodes about how the album or certain songs have and haven't aged and or well. Um, and this song generally, I, th- I think, has aged well. I still listen to it, and it still sounds good. Yeah. Um, but something just listening back to it earlier that caught my ear, and I think always catches my ear, is Kanye's MySpace reference um, in his verse at the end. Ex- exactly. It's very much of the times. Um, and when you hear, when I hear that, that just reminds me of how old this track is. You know, it was released 12 years ago. It was probably recorded a year before that because the album kept getting pushed back. So it's a good kind of 12 to 13 years old. And just hearing that line every time just reminds me of how old I am. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's crazy that you said it's 12 years old. And and sometimes I feel so disgusted with myself because I'm like, man, I, I dress like I did when I was 13. (laughs) <laughs> you know now it's like you know like you can go look at my old facebook pictures and i'm i'm basically wearing the same clothes i'm like you know like i've, I've been dressing like this for, for over a decade <laughs> it's fine don't worry there's a lot of us that do that i still live yeah. in bbc t-shirts and hoodies and that's essentially it so yeah, exactly essentially time. it like you know yeah. like, <laughs> you got suits and then then there's bbc <laughs> if my girlfriend may or may not listen to this. Hopefully not. But we have... <laughs> Hopefully have so. Bit... We need the... We need well, the... <laughs> yeah, I'll post her feedback if she does. <laughs> I have like a big walk-in kind of closet and... Uh, or wardrobe, as we would say over here. But closet to you international listeners. There we go. Um, and she has kind of slowly moved in here and has a few things in there now. But this whole walk-in wardrobe, which has like a double wardrobe of hanging space and then two walls of shelves. Um, yeah, it, it's made for two people. And when she, when I first started seeing her and, and moved here around the same time, about a year ago, it was, n- it, the closet was completely full and it was n- probably 80 to 90% just BBC stuff. And now I have two wardrobes worth of hanging space, uh, one side is just all BBC t-shirts. I think there's like 60 of them. The other side wow. is all hoodies and there's probably 30 of them or something. And then there's a little slither in the middle which has like a bunch of Ralph Lauren polo shirts that I wear to work and a couple of jumpers and then uh, two suits and then it's got a couple of her dresses and that's it. <laughs> so basically it's a bbc closet yeah essentially yeah, yeah. <laughs> bbc storage room that's it like it are you the one who runs the bbc vault <laughs> is, that, is that you <laughs> it yeah and 
embarrassingly or you know I would say like 90% of the stuff in there doesn't get worn as well it just ha- just hangs out I have a few yeah. favourite pieces that I like to wear and that's pretty much it that's and then what I was going to say that just goes on rotation I was going to say man you must have a hell of a nightlife man you know for, <laughs> to have 60 t-shirts you know <laughs> you, you yeah. must be going out every night man <laughs> I wish I was I wish I was young <laughs> enough to do that Oh man! I, like I said, some sometimes I'm just disgusted with how old I am now. Where it's like, um, you know, most of the time I rather I rather stay home and eat ice cream. <laughs> you know, like yeah. that's my favorite thing to do: <laughs> stay home, eat ice cream. <laughs> yeah, when I was when I was younger, it was you know going out to the pub every night, and now it's just coming home and I'm like that sofa looks really comfy. I you know just what? Sit on that sofa all night long. I could, you know, it's a lot better than walking, it's possibly raining. It's like, hey, man, I'm just going to sit here and watch what I want to watch and, and do what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, the joys of getting old. All right, so let's talk about um, a few releases that we've just got or uh, are coming up at some point soon. Um, I can obviously get your opinion on them as well. Um, the new Hughes that we talked about in the previous episode uh, came out, I think it was Friday. Uh, these aren't, I don't even know what they're classed as. They're not the tennis hues, although some new tennis hues did come out. Uh, and these aren't NMDs. They're, I don't know, whatever they are in between. Um, there's a black version, a white version, and uh, another colored version. I can't remember what it is. Um, and these were, the price point was kind of between the two. So tennis hues, I'm going to talk in euros now because that's where I am. Tennis hues are about 110, I think. NMD is about two fifty. Uh, these new hues were one fifty, I think. And like I okay. mentioned previous previously, they look to me they look a bit like some of the um, the old board, fl- board flips in terms of the the colorways and some of the material that's used on them. Uh, I don't know if they've done that purposely or not, or whether it's just complete Probably coincidence. <laughs> yeah, or whether it's just me just making this stuff up in my head and. Yeah, they, they, you know they never. No give one us else what we sees want. it. <laughs> no. um, but yeah, they came out on Friday. I have not copped any of them, nor have I got any of the new tennis hues. Although a couple of the new colorways are quite nice, but when you know, when I've already got fifteen pairs that I don't wear, um, it's probably not advisable to buy anymore. Especially o- now, only that, fifteen guys, only fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, only fifteen. <laughs> just just remember who my sometimes co-host and good friend is. Uh, how many pairs he has and 15 is not that many that's how we justify it Um, and speaking of the uh, NMDs and releases um, I have it on good authority uh, from a from a friendly source that I think next month we will see um, two new pairs of BBC uh, NMDs coming out so these are the ones that have been teased for a while. I think they've been in the hype. Red, beast white, and, and blue, or something like that. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. so it's the white base with the the stripes. The, there's yellow, blue, and red yeah, stripes yeah. on them. I think looks, from a brightly very BBC ish. Yes, I don't know if the final versions have the BBC logo on them or not, or what the writing on the front is going to be. I do have a picture somewhere, but um, I'll, I'll try and dig it out while I'm talking. But there's those, and then the other pair will be. Um, the pink and like navy blue striped ones with um I'm, oh yeah i did see those too yeah yeah okay. yeah they've been kind of they've been they were leaked a while back as well but they're, they're getting an official release um at last 
just trying to find the, the picture. So I actually haven't copped any of the ten, any of the NMDs. You know, I used to work for it. Yeah, I'm going. I just never copped any of them. I just hate the new hype behind them, and it's like I just don't feel like. And I, I hate sounding like you know so so you know narrow minded, but I just don't feel like it fits into the aesthetic of 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 my my the things i admire about pharrell like a hype shoe is not why i admire pharrell so you know like i have like i've had yeezys and things like that but i just couldn't justify spending 300 dollars on something for from pharrell that mm-hmm. you know that i'm only spending 300 dollars because it's hype now like i would want to spend 300 dollars because i like pharrell that much you know that i feel like something is worth 300 to me not because people are deeming that it should be a 400 500 shoe or you know whatever like it's like no i want to give pharrell that on my own merit you know not because yeah. because how much it means to me not because what somebody else says that i should pay that that's not even a fan you know of the culture you know she tells me that i need to pay you know to get something from pharrell i'm like you know i'll pass i'll just keep buying um ice creams you know for, for 300 or 400 dollars yeah. like but i'm not giving you 300 400 dollars for these adidas shoes just because it, it's it's cool right now like no like yeah i've been quite picky with the the nmds i've got a couple of pairs um but yeah i haven't kind of splurged on loads of those yeah in terms of the tennis hues yeah i've got like 10 or 15 pairs of those but um yeah, I, mean, I really love them. More reasonable I think, I think sneaker, they're, they're Mac. Yeah, they're, they're a little bit cheaper. There's a better price point, and I just think they're ridiculously comfortable. Um, I think they're one one of the most comfortable shoes I've ever worn. Um, and I have to say, I have uh, quite bad arthritis in my feet as well. So having like a comfortable shoe and a, a, a light shoe is like really important to me as yeah. well. It's very breathable uh, too. Yeah, they are. And, you know, I took some took some pairs abroad with me in the summer. Um, well, actually, I took one pair with me and then a pair of uh, like uh, Air Max nineties. Um, and obviously, the the tennis shoes weigh about a quarter of the the weight. Um, and we got to went to Spain, went to Barcelona, and it was like you know thirty eight degrees. I don't know what that is in your weird Fahrenheit, but it's very very hot. <laughs> um, and I I wore the Air Maxes for one day. And then put the hue, the tennis shoes on, and it was like night and my day, life. Man. Yeah, man, my life changed, and I did not take them off for the rest of the week. Um, so yeah, I, I love them. And I hate to say it, oh, I'm a no Nike guy, man. So I don't buy anything uh, from Nike. I grew up a Nike kid, but now that I'm older and can make my own decisions, uh, I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass. That check gets me every time. Every time I see that check, I just feel so cheap. I'm like, uh, ill. Like it's just like. You know, uh, I've got to say when I when I like met Pharrell in the summer and had some pictures with him and I posted. Come on, them, why'd you why'd you do most, that? Why'd you do most, that, man? Why'd you I, why'd you do, cover your ears for a minute? You're right. Most of the comments that I had about that picture was the fact I was wearing that same pair of Air Max nineties. Like, what? And I'm people like, like you. Every day of your life, you wear a tennis hue. And the day you go meet Pharrell, you just decide that you're just going to air max it up. <laughs> I, needed, I needed a comfortable shoe. It was, was a festival. It was, you you know, should have walked When you found out you were meeting P, you should have thrown those in the trash and just had socks on for the whole time, for the whole be, time yeah. at the festival. <laughs> to be fair, I, I had no idea I was going to be meeting him. It was uh, very, 
very out of the blue. And it, yeah. had I known, had it been prearranged, then I would have taken, I would have broken out a pair of like original, yeah, dead stock boutiques and worn Surprise them. Surprised you had didn't I have known. any heels in your wallet. Like, hold on, it's fine. I got them right here. Like. <laughs> Just keep a spare pair in the back pocket. <laughs> I have to ask, um, man. How was that encounter like? Like for me, I've been I've been in close proximity to Pharrell um, because I grew up uh, going like on the road with Big Sean a lot and things like that. So I've always I've always like seen him, you know. But I've never approached him. I know as a fan it sounds weird, you know. But I've never wanted to go because I just don't know what I would say to him. Like 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 you obviously you have a kid. You could say, hey, you know, even my kid knows how much a fan I am. But you know, for me it would be like. You know, there's just so much that I would personally want to say, you know, that it's like, man, what I would probably just say, what's up? And that would be it. Like, yeah. I'd be like, hey, <laughs> that's it. And I think I, I would have been the same, you know, when when I got to meet him. Um, he he approached us, you know, Shay actually called him over and said, come and meet these guys. And he came over and I was... Yeah. Explain Star to struck. us at that moment. Explain it to us at that very exact moment when Shay said, "Hey, hey, Pharrell, hey, Mister Williams, come over here." How did you feel at that very, very exact moment? Can you capture that in words? No, I, I didn't quite believe it was happening. So my son had actually. <laughs> we were talking to Shay. We were having a having a bit of a chat, and my son had actually like pulled my arm and said, "There's Pharrell over there," and, for, and I've kind of. If you want to hear the whole story, go back and listen to the old uh, old podcast about it. But briefly, um, he was in his like in his like little trailer that he had. I didn't even realize we were they had separate trailers, and he was even there. Um, I, I was just going to go meet the band and hang out with Brent and, and you know see a few people, and that was it. Um, but he was in there pacing and on the phone, and then he kind of came off the phone and stuck his head out of the door just to kind of see what was going on. And yeah, and, and Shay kind of noticed, and Shay was like hey, P, like, you know, get over here, come and say hello. And firstly, I was like, you, you can't talk to him like that. Yo, that's what, that's what I was about <laughs> to say. I would have been like, Shay, yo, shh, shh, shh. Yeah, you can't demand he comes over yo, here. We don't want him to know we over here. He might kick yeah. us out. <laughs> that is, and that is exactly what I thought. He walked over and there was no kind of emotion on his face or anything. Yeah. And, and I completely get this looking back at it. You know, I'm some... Yeah, we're some random people that are in his private space when he's getting ready to do a show. Yeah, he's doing that's his work, his job, he's conducting his business yeah. there. And we're just random people that have, you know, just turned up and are talking to people and shit. Yeah, he's so, like, so what illness does this guy have? Like, you know, why, why, yeah. like, how, how, why, why does he need to meet me? Like, what is it? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and when he came over, he, what charity is he this was, for? <laughs> yeah, he was very nice. Like, Shay said, oh, you know, Pessy, my son, has drawn us these pictures and, you know, Pharrell took the picture and looked at it and said, oh, this is really cool. This is great. You know, what's your name? How old are you? Um, and he was like so good with my son. And obviously, you know, he's got a, a kid you know, roughly the same role. age. Yeah. Um, so he's kind of obviously, you know, he, he knows how to like, talk to kids and he probably meets a lot of kids and fans and things like that. Um, and he was really good with him. And I thought, this is cool. I'm happy just to stand here with my jaw on the floor and watch him chat to my son and then he'll go off and do his whatever. And then he kind of got up and then Shay said, yeah, so this is, this is Steve. 
Uh, and Steve has a podcast about like, us. No, no, don't. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, and at that point, I'm like, shit. Why, why am I getting dragged into this? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, so yeah, and 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 I just kind of expected Pharrell to be like, oh, that's cool. cool. Yeah, nice to meet you. See you later. Take it easy. Enjoy the show. And he actually, and this is kind of what got me. He he didn't know anything about the podcast or anything like that, but he knew. Oh, and Shay actually said, like, yeah, I sat down with Steve earlier, did an interview and stuff. And I think that said to Pharrell, okay, this guy's kind of legit because we know that Shay doesn't talk to people. We know Shay doesn't do this stuff. So if Shay's saying he's cool, then, like, yeah, he he must be okay. Yeah, you're down with the set. (laughs) And it was at that point, yeah, he... Obviously, he didn't know anything about me or the podcast, but he took the time to stop and... He, you know, he was saying thank you to me. He was saying thank you for, I can't remember the words. It's all a bit of a blur, but he was, you know, saying thank you for, you know, sharing their message, sharing their music, following them for all the years, you know, being a fan and and all this kind of thing. And that's what got me. And then I was like, oh no, it's an honor. It's you know, it's my pleasure. And you know, thank you for doing all this stuff for us, the fans. And I'm finished. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And it was, you know, and I was like, you know, thank you because you know, your music means so much to me. And it's in, in in reality, you know, his music has been the soundtrack to my adult life. You know, from the age of about eighteen onwards, um, it's been just his music that that has kind of been with me the whole time, whether it's NERD or Pharrell or Neptune's or, or whatever. So you know, I was telling him that and telling him that you know my son loves all this stuff as well and it's a big important part of his life and our relationship as well uh and at that point that's when i started to get a bit like choked up yeah man you got the lump in your throat yeah and i was like oh shit don't don't start don't lose your voice in front of him don't start crying in front of him just you know ease back a little bit his son probably would have started crying too for (laughs) real it had to comfort both of you guys (laughs) group hug group hug group hug guys it's gonna be okay bring it in (laughs) but yeah it was a it was a very strange and very uh, surreal moment let's say yeah that's how it's always been for me too whenever I've seen him it's just been like you know like it, it would be impossible for me to translate you know like what you know what what it's what it's done for me, you know, or what, what the things he's introduced us to, um, how, how much they've opened my mind to different things. So it's, it will be so hard to bottle that up where we would literally have to be probably at his home, like at the dinner table talking for me to actually have a conversation besides hi and bye. And, you know, like I I never really understood that, you know, like when people say they, they meet like their idols, so to speak. Um, and they're like, you know, but I, I didn't really say is like, you know, for the most part, you, you really can't, you really can't translate that emotion without, like you said, getting overwhelmed. Um, you know, yeah, so you, you get, you get overwhelmed or you come across as really fucking creepy and a yeah. bit weird <laughs> and it, it's, it's a, it's a fine line and I'm not quite sure which side of the line I was on on that day. But, like, I'm not sure if I'll ever meet P again. <laughs> yeah. So next time you bring people backstage, Shay, please can you uh, please can you tell I us? I just start crying. Like, is it raining? Am I the yeah. only one raining? But then, funnily enough, I actually we kind of went off on our own and caught up with some other people and hung out with Brent for a bit. And then, as we were going to go uh, backstage to kind of find somewhere to stand, we we walked out of the area and 
he'd actually gone out with uh, with Helen, with his wife, to, I don't know, go and talk, go get some food or something. And they were coming back in through the doorway as we were going out. And it was just a normal-sized doorway, so we couldn't all obviously fit through. So I was like, do, do I... I'm a bit closer to the door than he is, so do I speed up and, like, cut oh through in God. front That's of the hardest him, him and his wife? Ever. Or do I just kind of, like, stand here and wait and look a bit weird again? I would have just like, pushed my son out the way and been like, hey, this, this way, <laughs> this way, the, this way, guys. <laughs> just lay on the floor and let him walk over me, yeah. <laughs> but I did, I did the... Uh... Just lay on the floor and let him walk over. <laughs> <laughs> Don't step in these puddles. Let me help you. But yeah, I did the polite thing and I, I, I thought, I'm not going to push through because I don't want to come across as a bit of an arsehole because I'm also with two other people that have also got to walk through the door with me. So yeah, I stepped to one side and waited and uh, yeah, Helen was like, oh, thank you. Uh, and then, you know, Pharrell, he did not say a word. He just stopped, looked at me, put his hands together, bowed at me in silence and then carried on about his business. And I was like, oh my, oh my God, he just you know, acknowledged me again in some way. And, you in know, some weird, weird way he learned from Nego. <laughs> yeah. 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 You got the, you got the Nego, the Nego hello. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, that was my experience. Yeah, man. That's, that, that's amazing. You got a chance to experience that with your son. Like, I'm glad we were able to revisit that too for a lot of people who didn't hear it in an earlier podcast for you to kind of, you know, just summarize that, you know. Yeah, that. yeah, and if people want to go listen to the the kind of whole story and also the interview with Shay, you can you can find that on the uh, the Definitely podcast feed or on out. the on the website and and have a listen. Um so what what were we talking about? Oh yeah, I was going to talk about the the NMDs we mentioned. Um so the BBC ones are heart and mind. And then the the pink and blue, or I don't know if it's navy blue or purple. I can't quite tell. I think but they it's have navy blue. Yeah, it looks navy blue in this picture I've got. They have like navy a blue. Japanese inscription um, on them. I have no idea what it means, uh, <laughs> but I think that's what they're being released with. So, <coughs> excuse me. We have those two coming out. Um, I think they're both being released in the same month, which I think maybe next month. Um, so if you're interested in those, they will sell out really quickly. Um, so start saving your money now because they will be, uh, they are actually different different prices as well, I'm told, but they'll be around £250, £220. Um, so yeah, start saving your pennies now. Uh, what else we've got? This week, uh, today, I think I also noticed we've got um, a re-release of the Star Trek uh, gear from BBC so that's jackets hoodies and t-shirts I think um, there were a couple of previous releases there was in store only which I think sold out straight away online after that which sold out like in seconds um, but now there's a, a third release a re-release this came out I think earlier today it wouldn't surprise me if it's sold out already so by the time you listen to this which will be probably the week after that You've probably got no chance of getting hold of this stuff. <laughs> but, you know, I'm going to put it out there anyway, just so you know. Did you check your um, Instagram, man? They just, just released some news about 25 minutes ago. Oh, I haven't looked, to no. know. Oh, God, here we go. Let's, let's vamp for a minute and try and find this quickly. Head to the ATM, brother. <laughs> Get ready for mm. the ATM. I'm just going to... Oh, my God. Oh, Don't my say that. God. 
Really? No, just the colors. The colors. I'm surprised they use these colors again. Uh, okay. Fire. Okay. So yeah, go yeah. compose if you want them. Um, also a Podcast release. over. That's it, we're done. I got a long one quickly. Um, also coming out, I don't know when they're coming out. Again, bear with me while I vamp for a second. The 29th, which is in two days' time, which is, is that Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. Uh, the new Sandal Boys collaboration. Um, you may know them. They previously did a BBC collaboration where they did some sandals uh, in tan with the diamond and dollar um design on them they are now releasing a white beepers and butts version um diva's favorite print favorite see we talked we most, mentioned most this before favorite. we started recording don't let this is my any different so there are two two designs two prints that i dislike one is the the waffle print that they use on some of the shoes and wow. some of the clothes in limited kind of quantities with not the fan. syrup splatter? <clears throat> With the yellow syrup splatter, brother? Come on, not a fan. Not a fan. And the beepers <laughs> and butts is another one. Now, beepers by themselves, I own a pair of the, the beeper boutiques. I really like them. It's it's the butt side of things. It's I completely understand the play on the word. I just I I very much dislike smoking anyway. And just the image of a cigarette butt, like to me, is disgusting. Like, yeah, someone I saw someone comment that the other day. Like, why? Like someone on Sandal Boys who probably doesn't know shit about BBC was just like, why are there cigarette butts? They could have yeah. used blunts. I'm like, <laughs> uh, yeah. But I just I've never liked it, and the fact that I dislike, I'm not like you know, if people want to smoke, they want to smoke. That's cool. I don't like it. I think the the imagery is just eh. So if these had just been beepers, I probably would have got a pair. Um, Does anybody know retail? Because I'm not shoveling out one fifty for sandals just because. I think yeah, I think these will. The last ones were one fifty, I believe. Yeah, so I think these probably will be. But what I've got to say is with these, which I don't think came with the the D&D ones, is we've got like a new uh, box. Box, yeah. Which That's looks amazing. like the original boutique ice cream box, um, which I think is I think yep. it's really nice. It looks really good. Um, and that... That's probably the one thing that would maybe convince me to buy a pair of these. Is like just the packaging looks really good. Yeah. Um, Franelation. That would be the like, only reason. I would just literally sit it on a mantle in my room. Maybe, mate. I've got a, I've got a closet full of this stuff that just sits there. So <laughs> don't put it past me. <laughs> There's a space for it somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell my girlfriend. Um, <laughs> Trust me, she'll see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, these, these do, you know, Franelations and San, the Sandal Boys guys, they do really good job. Their stuff's like really high quality. Yeah, I like the quality um, of it for sure. These, they, they, the quality of them, the stitching, the way they're done, they look really good. The packaging's really good. They've got some socks that are going with them as well, which look quite good. I um, may get the socks if they're not 60 bucks. If the socks are not 60, I may get them. I think they're 30 or 35, if I remember rightly. I don't like that they're dark gray, though. I yeah. don't like the dark gray. It's like, yo, you could have gave me some white socks so that ice cream cone, ice cream man can really stand out. Stands you know? out, yeah. But I, I like a darker sock person. Yeah. I'm, not a, 
a White Sox fan, but yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, you're not a White Sox fan. Hey, you guys hear that? He doesn't. He doesn't like baseball, guys. That yeah, you can add that to the list as well. All the White Sox. Any type of reference you want to make from that, I don't like. But yeah, so yeah, shout out uh, Franelations and and Sandal Boys. That's dropping this weekend again. This podcast may come out after the weekend, so they'll probably already be sold out. But if you got a pair, well done. I will be waiting until uh, beeps and butts are gone, and I'm intrigued to see uh, what other ones we will get in the future. Uh, and I probably will cop those. In terms of other sandals, um, we got a, a a tease, a sneak peek of potentially some of the more uh, expensive ones that may come as part of the Made in Italy line um, earlier bones, this week. Cones and bones. Cones and bones. Uh, Matthew uh, Chevalard, who is looking after the Made in Italy project. Um, Posted them, I think, on his Instagram story or something. Now, they do look really good. They yeah, do look those. really nice. But they are about $200 or something crazy. So right. i got to weigh that up. Um, but if they do drop, um, I may I may get involved in a pair. <laughs> they do look good. Um, that's pretty much everything, I think, that's coming out uh, or has just come out. Um, latest pickups... I've got two things this week. I haven't bought anything for a while. Um, but I have some NERD tour gear. So shout out to the plug that uh, actually got me those. I was meant to get some in the summer when I actually went and saw them. But by the time the show was over, the merch person, the merch stand was gone. Um, so I didn't manage to get hold of any. They have been released in the US store, but they weren't doing international shipping. And then it, it was a pain to get to buy the stuff from the store, send it to David or somebody else and have it shipped to me. So a very kind NERD contact of mine uh, sorted me out with the long sleeve white ESP lemon t-shirt. And of course I had to get the the Swarovski rhinestone, whatever it is, NERD. Why not? He said what, whatever well. it is, whatever I spent money on. Yeah, <laughs> whatever I spent money on. But I I had to get that. I had to get a bit of a bit of bling in there. Um, and it is a a lovely looking hoodie. Um, if you do end up buying them, I know they're also going to be released in the the BBC EU store. I want to say like next week, maybe uh, some point soon. I think they have the stock in already. They're just waiting to release it. If you do get them, yeah, be aware these aren't. BBC or ice cream goods. Um, the hoodies are champion hoodies. Yeah, they're, they're decent quality. Uh, and then the t-shirts are—I don't even know what the brand is. They're just like a mass-produced um, brand which have been screen printed on. So yeah, be aware if you're going to buy them. They're not—they're uh, not BBC. I think the t-shirts are going to be going for uh, fifty or sixty. And then the hoodies like ninety uh. or a hundred pounds. I like that new motor, um, the new motor cross collection, the with the green and black squares, the hoodie, the hoodie with the BB with the arch logo yeah. is pretty See, cool. I'm, That's pretty cool to me. I've I've had mixed feelings about some of these. I've seen some of them, and yeah, it's all kind of motocross influenced, and some of them I think have looked really, really good, and then others I look at them and I'm just like. 
uh, what what are they? Uh, so, yeah, m- mixed feelings. But there's a, there's a there's a few nice pieces in there. I have to say. Yeah, I like the um, the shirt is pretty cool. It doesn't look very BBC ish, but it looks very cool. Did you see this? This is what I was referring to. No, I did not. And just for yeah. people listening, there is a BBC Ice Cream Instagram story. Uh, ice Cream Fall, was it 2018 coming soon or something? Yeah, yeah. It's it's releasing tomorrow. <laughs> that's that soon. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that the story soon. I was referring to. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. I'm just looking yeah. at it now. And there is a, a running dog skate deck. Yeah. Oh, God, I want this. That's there's, there's another running dog skate We have to stay professional. Stay professional, Steve. <laughs> no, there's another one. There's three running dog skate. He's sweating, decks. guys. He's sweating. Oh, He's sweating. <laughs> That's why I said oh, when I saw no. those colors on the last one, like the yes. colors, I was like, they brought the those, that yellow. colorway back. Oh. What? Oh no! Oh, I'm hurting inside. <laughs> I can feel my bank account crying. That's why I said, go to the ATM, brother. Go to the ATM. <laughs> Put this out there. My my kid has his birthday soon. It's obviously Christmas coming up as well. Uh, in theory, I bought him his birthday present last week. He got a new iPhone, which and he got it as an really? early birthday and Christmas present, and that was made very very clear to him as well. So in theory, he can go without a birthday present uh, in a few weeks' time. And then you're going to use that money for other investments. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like like skate decks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like skate decks. I can't even skateboard. They're just things to go on the wall. And before people send me messages, I am joking. He will. <laughs> he has many birthday presents coming, uh, and, and it will presents. be a skateboard deck. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he's learning to skateboard. <laughs> but yeah, that's amazing, man. I'm I'm excited to see what else that they release. I don't like how they spoon feed, uh, just because our community is not big enough for you to like try to hype something up. It's like. We'll not get interested because we already have a ton of this shit at home, like you said. Like, we don't need all of this shit, especially for some of us who do prefer the more OG designs and things like that anyway. It's like, we could always go find the stuff elsewhere. So, I really want to see what else is part of the collection, but with them just releasing it tomorrow, all we've seen is a skate deck, a hoodie, and a t-shirt. Which is not bad. They're releasing a Cones and Bones tee. Which mm-hmm. is amazing, you know, just to yeah. get that. That's like, that's our version of the box logo for Supreme Heads. It's like, you know, yeah. Cones and Bones T just on the front with the Cones and Bones on the back, you know, like. So I'm excited about that. Um, I'm not sure what the price points are going to be. I'm hoping that they're last season's, the late, the, 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 um, the last season's price points, $28 a t shirt. <laughs> I don't see them charging something ridiculous. Um, yeah, I I think it will be higher end, um, and I don't know if these are part of um, the made in Italy stuff, which is also going to be doing obviously as we mentioned with the sandals, cones and bones stuff, and running dog stuff. Um, I don't know if this ties into that at all. These look like standard skate decks as opposed yeah, to the suede like ones that even the, the made in Italy stuff. The t-shirts that I saw and the hoodie. They're, they're, oh, I mean, not OG, but they're from like season 13 or whatever, whatever the last season was. Um, but yeah, I went, I actually went to go check out the Made in Italy stuff. I really like, um, I really like the, the take on, on ice cream made in Italy after seeing the product. Um, 
I mean, like I said, I'm I'm more of like a Japan like raw, you know, like I like that that heavy, you know. But when like the quality, it's 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 very well from the hats, you know, even a trucker hat, you know, it's like it's it's so much quality it couldn't fit on my head, like because it just sits like it's so shaped well, you know. It's just like it's yeah. It's like it could it didn't go with my head shape, but that it, it it's pretty dope. It's a dope take to see like ice cream in a more upscale view. Um, yeah, and you can like really feel the feel the difference between like the twenty eight dollars shirts and, uh, and and the new the new shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I I like what they're trying. Um, I I don't know if it will work. I hope it does. Yeah. Um, but I like the fact they're trying new stuff. You know, the ice cream stuff has been languishing around for years and years. Nobody's been touching it. Um, so it's good to see them try try some new stuff. Um, try and give us kind of older collectors something I think we, we've sometimes been asking for in terms of bringing back some of the classic designs, but with a, a new take on them. And also, you know, appealing to a, a new type of customer as well. So, so hopefully, hopefully it pans out. And hopefully it works. Are you gonna um once 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 we finish the podcast? Are you gonna you know start texting and start calling and you know you're gonna look like you're gonna look like Wolf of Wall Street like and they're just on the table with the punching numbers. He's like, <laughs> yeah. as soon as soon as I saw that Instagram story, yeah. my first thought was, who's the best person I can message to uh, get one of those put by for me? Man, well, if you don't message them, I could try to proxy it. I don't think that I don't think that there'll be a, like a crazy line or crazy. This should be enough enough to go around for that type of shit. Like I don't know, but it is running dog shit. So it's like people who are not even like diehard fans like that. They're still they 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 recognize that you know like oh yeah. they're bringing back some OG shit. You know even if you're not like an. Even if you're not one of the others, you know, it's, it's yeah. th- those people are probably still going to try to get the shit just because they want to be nostalgic. But yeah, just let me know. I, I, I'm probably going to take a trip there tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah, I will let you know. Um, I need to hit up my my EU contacts as well and see if there's any any being shipped over this way. Um, just because this is this is like the issue. Like, I, I love the fact that BBC do stuff separately, like in the U.S., the EU, Japan. But the problem that, that brings for somebody that's kind of stuck in the middle that wants to collect this stuff is <laughs> in the middle. If I want something from the US, yeah. I have to somehow get it to me. And if it's a t shirt or a hoodie, that's not really a problem. I can I've got plenty of people there that I can send it to who can post it over. But when it starts coming to things like skate decks, it becomes a bit more challenging and costly as well yeah so one buy it have that person then package it for me and then to have that shipped from the u.s to finland um it's not cheap <laughs> so, aka <laughs> aka it is not cheap <laughs> yeah so that, that's a bit of an issue so yeah i need to see if we're gonna get a european release of these and if we are i may uh I may hold out and try and purchase one from uh, from the London store. They're but having if not, a... go on. Sorry. Oh no, uh, I was going to say they're having a Japan sample sale, and there's going to be some ice cream there. So if you have any any friends out there, you might be able to scoop up some good ice cream pieces, you know, for for a decent price. 
I'm assuming it's gonna probably be more of like the OG stuff or you know, I'm not I'm not sure what it'll be, but they have a, a ice cream sample sale, which is something we we haven't had in the state, so <laughs> again, this is this is a, the annoying thing about living in Finland is the Tokyo store does a lot of sample sales. I think they do like a few a year. Um and they normally have some really good stuff. The London store, uh, a number of names does like a sample sale, so not just BBC stuff. Shout but out some to of a number brands. of names. Yeah, most definitely. Um, they have sample sales. They sometimes have two a year. Now I'm lucky. I I can get hold of certain pieces if I really want to get hold of pieces um, that are going to be there. But I I miss going to those things. I miss digging through the boxes, going through the shelves seeing stuff that maybe we've never experienced that man like well now bbc is more widely available so like in pretty much any department store you go to you can find bbc shit now for like 20 bucks or 25 dollars a t-shirt so it's a bit more widely available but with it being a bit more popular here like you'll never get like a sample bbc sample sale in soho like (laughs) you know like they'll just send the shit to some department store but that's so cool to me that you can that you've gone through like boxes of bbc like ah do i want this nah i'll take this one like that's that's that sounds pretty dope yeah and you find all sorts of bits and pieces you know and again because they work very independently it means that the guys in london will create samples of stuff that will never make it to tokyo or to the u.s so you will literally only find that piece in the london wow. sample st- yeah, i never sale. thought about that yeah so you you can you can find some like some gems sometimes and i see them crop up on like ebay and facebook and stuff like that after the sample sales people will post them and try and resell them at an inflated price because they're they're rare pieces because yeah. they haven't actually been released anywhere uh, and you've only been able to get them at this sale in London for these two days. So, but yeah, it's it's annoying, and I always tend to miss the sales because I I do various trips to London, but they always end up being like a week before I go or two weeks after I've been there or something stupid. Um, so that's slightly <laughs> annoying. It doesn't benefit you. <laughs> yeah, it benefits my, my bank account and my wallet slightly. But as, yeah. as I say, I'm lucky enough to be in a position where. If I really need to get get hold of something that's going to be there that I I know of, um, I can get it. Let's say. Hey, there we go, man. Shout out to all the plugs because there's there's a lot of them and they're very good people. I don't have any plugs, but I'm 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 very um uh, I'm I'm well versed in this in this culture. So <laughs> like I got this T-shirt right here for probably like thirty bucks. I saw like a guy posted on eBay. He was in the area. I was like, "Hey man, I'll just meet up with you and give it to you. No eBay fees, bro." <laughs> and just met him yeah. at a at a Walmart. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, and that's very rarely here in Finland. Like this stuff crops up. You yeah. see a few people selling like BBC bits now and again, but it's not massive over here. I remember you um, told me that before. I was really shocked. Like people are selling like BBC collections over in Finland. That's fire to me. That's amazing. Yeah, but like like flea market things are, are, are quite popular here in like pop-up stores where people can just go and sell their stuff are really popular here because it's obviously such a Helsinki such a small place everyone in in the kind of scene knows everyone um so you know you can go along you can find some gems you know that's how I first met David in fact I went to a like this kind of flea market thing that was in this store in Finland yeah, people were selling all their like Supreme stuff and Jordans and things like that. And then right at the back, there was a guy that had like a bait hoodie 
and uh, a Seeing Sounds t-shirt, which I actually ended up buying. And then a brand new pair of... Bought it uh, off his back right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, he had a, like an unworn pair of board flips. And they were my size. And I was like, well, I'll just buy it for the sake of buying it because it was a cheap price. I got them home. I was like, nah, actually, I don't like them. I don't think I can pull these off. But I know a guy that collects this stuff. So that's when I first messaged David and was like, hey, I don't know you, but I've got some ice creams. Do you want to buy them? And he bought them off of me. I think I lost money because the shipping to get them over to the US was ridiculous. Was, was ridiculous. Um, so <laughs> that's he got how I like met a, Dave too. <laughs> yeah, he got a bit of a bargain. Um, but yeah, that's how I first met him. And, and it's weird how these clothes and these shoes and this music, you know, brings all of us together in some way. Yeah. Like, that's how I know David. And then that's how, like, I met you in New York, who I would probably have never met in my lifetime yeah anyway. I'm, like, I'm, I'm sorry i've always asked so many questions about finland but it's like man i'm <laughs> you know it's, uh, that's, that's crazy you know but yeah I'm, I'm i met dave uh through a pair of ice creams too like i sold him ice creams like like years ago and i was skeptical because back then like i remember when he first started he didn't like, he he really stuck with this, you know, to see where he's at now and to see, like, you know, people, like, currency name dropping, you know. I, I think David's, Dave's always been successful, but I'm saying as king of creams, uh, you know, to see that, to see how he turned that is pretty dope, you know. So I was skeptical to sell because I'm like, this guy doesn't have many followers. I'm like, man... I, I don't know if he's really for the culture or if he just start getting pairs. I'm like, you know, so, but, but yeah, but that was the first time I met him. I saw him a pair of, uh, I think it was a pair of beepers. And now look at him. 12,000 followers, currency giving him shout outs. Keeping it alive. Yeah, meeting up with Virgil and, you know, big things. Man, we, we gotta get, we gotta get Dave over at Reebok. We gotta get him over. We gotta get him over there. At Reebok. <laughs> like, oh. He or needs BBC. to be doing something like that. Yeah. Or BBC, man. I would love only, to see that guy doing something. If only we could get a, a guy on the inside. Man, I feel, I hate that we feel like that. I really hate that we <laughs> feel like that. We're like we're like the guys who like um, you know, we're just we we're, we're just on the outside, just complaining a lot. It's like <laughs> we're, we're like we just want to get in and change the system, like. <laughs> Well, I've got, I've got to say I'm I'm I like to think I'm sort of fairly positive about uh, what they do and yeah. um, I, I I like what they do I don't I don't like everything I don't agree with everything um, but yeah generally I think that, I think they do a they pretty, I can't even speak now they do a pretty good <laughs> job um, with you know what they're given basically. Yo, man, your son has that iPhone now. I wouldn't be surprised if he checked that BBC story. You might, you might get a text like, <laughs> like, hey, so about these. Yeah, that's, that's one thing I fear now that he can. Well, he, he's had an iPad for a while, to be fair. But yeah, now he's uh, got his iPhone. He can take to school with him every day, and yeah, get on, you... get on Safari and start browsing all the shops. And do you they'll... use the iPhone feature that they have now, where you can like? see like the amount of time that they use for apps and hell yes you know, I, I, he said yeah he said no no hesitation he said <laughs> because he is he's eight years old in a few weeks yeah. and if he was left to his own devices he would sit there watching youtube videos 24 hours a day Copy. that's what the kids do these days they just want to watch youtube 
and it's not even interesting videos. You know, it's not he like said, watching. Oh, man, that, now you're judging the content as well. He's like, it's just some stupid mouth singing a song. He's like, <laughs> have you have you ever sat there and watched a five hour stream of uh, mine, someone playing Minecraft? It's, no. <laughs> this no. is not good content. <laughs> this, this is bringing nothing to society. Wow. I hope he never hears this. I, know. <laughs> I tell him this. <laughs> you tell no, put some music on. You don't need to watch other people play the games. Play You're it not yourself. doing anything. <laughs> oh man! And on that note, my awful parenting skills. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's about time to wrap it up. We've gone. I try and keep this podcast to an hour. We've gone well over an hour and a half. Really, it's been a good chat. Wow, I, I expected this to be a lot shorter. I've never done a podcast before. Um, well, like I said, I don't talk about this much, so I was like, yo, it'll be like 45 minutes, and you know, I'll go get some lunch. <laughs> yeah, we started, and I had very little notes, uh, and I thought this would be quite a quick one, but it's gone nice and long, uh, in a very good way. So, I think let's wrap it up. Um, if you want to check the show notes and the previous episodes and all of that jazz, you can head over to the website, theothers.net. If you want to help support the podcast, you can go to othersmerch.com uh, and buy a nice t-shirt. There will be some more designs coming soon. Shout out to the people that bought the uh, Skateboard P is the God t-shirt, which then got a DCMA takedown notice applied to it. Wow, uh, which makes the shirt down. even better. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, it really, truly is limited edition now. There's only about five in existence. Okay, there we go. Um, I'm currently talking to some lawyers about what we do about this. Um, but yeah, shout out to those that did actually buy it. Uh, but you can buy the, all the other great ones over there, and there'll be some more coming soon. Uh, if you want to fo- find me and follow me anywhere, I am Steve R. Penny on Instagram. Uh, you can also go to superhelsinki.com and find all the other links and my random ramblings on there. And where can people find yourself if they want to check out what you're up to? Um, If you guys want to check out what I'm up to, you could find me definitely on Instagram, uh, probably interacting with guys like Steve and Dave. Uh, so it won't be hard to find me. Doughboy meets world. That's D E A U X B O Y meets world. M E E T S. I hope you know how to spell world. Um, for those people that don't know, I am a musician. So if you get a chance, there's a link in my bio. Uh, I'm currently working on a project now. I'm trying to bring back like those Pharrell chords and a lot of the more, you know, like grinding type beats where it's just like, you know, just where it just grabs you and you just like, you know, it, it, I'm, I'm very excited for to, to release it soon. So, uh, yeah, anybody that want to check that out, just check me out on Instagram and, um, I have to say, man, just keep the culture alive, man. Like, don't let this die. Uh, you know, like that's that that's the whole reason why we love the culture is because you know it's 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 something that that I don't think a lot of us were expecting, you know, and and, and I think that's why we're still connected to it. That's why it still holds a place. So, I think we need to we we owe that to the younger kids, you know, as Steve said with his son, who's obviously a Pharrell fan now. Just want to keep the culture alive, man. You know, we, we have a lot of life left to give. There's a lot of inspiration still in it, you know, so. we got to school them. we got to school these young kids. You have to, man. I, I would not want kids to take 
um, drugs and all that shit now when they could be starting their own clothing line, you know, like Tyler, who was inspired by Pharrell, you know. We got we to start letting these kids know that they can do it too, no pun intended. <laughs> but a good pun nonetheless. Yes. All right, well, that's it for this week then, guys. Um, feel free to send us a message via the website or drop a comment on Instagram, get in touch with us, especially if you want to jump on the podcast as well. I'm always looking for new and returning guests, so just reach out and we can have a chat. But that's it for this week, everyone, so we'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Uh-huh.